All right, welcome back to You Like That. You Like That. We uh, we had a podcast a couple weeks ago. You guys never heard because we had some technical difficulties. It was I one of the best up. podcasts we ever had. It was the greatest ever. Yeah. It was and, the greatest. And unfortunately, you'll, you'll never hear it. And uh, my apologies. So we're coming back with this podcast, which we'll see how great it is. Uh, again, joining me, Steve Salata and Kayla Fuller. Hello, hello. Hi. So uh, I don't know if you've all been keeping up with current events. I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about the audience. Um, we've had some shit go down recently again. And this has uh, stopped a whole bunch of things. Um Kayla, Steve, you guys want to pick it up and, and run us down from there? Well, real quick, I actually wanted to ask: Are we back on for the NBA? From so yes, last night, I thought I thought everyone was like, "We're walking out, everyone's doing it," but then now, now we're back on. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I think it's a day-to-day proposition at this point. To be honest with you, hey, let's uh, let's hear it for the NHL. By the way, you know, stepping up with all the other sports, and oh wait, they didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> you know what I love? I love going yeah, to Facebook oh and, and seeing all the people who 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 are like, are, you know, I'm not watching sports anymore. I'm only watching NHL, and I'm like, uh, yeah, you know, they're not kneeling anything because it's 99.9 percent white guys. You know? Exactly. Yeah, not stepping up really at all. Yeah. So. So it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as as a representative of the white race, I'm actually very ashamed. Yeah. So. I am. I, I just, I just, you know, I don't think that, um, you know, f- fuck that. I got, I, I have to, I have to, I have to, as your friend, Steve, uh, say, you know, not the, the, any, any person of any race that, that is on the side of, you know, injustice. I don't give a shit what color you are. It's fuck them. I, you know, you they don't represent Steve Salata or Troy McGatlin or any of my other white friends, uh, you know, without I'm, I'm trying to avoid ranting. So I'll just say that, you know, you know, you know, you're with the Steve Kerr's of the world, man. You're with the fucking, you know, the the, the you shout out to, you know, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee Brewers and those other teams. And, you know, you, you're on the you're with the good. You're if, if you know, somebody on our tribe does some crazy shit, we got to call them out. But right now it's like. Nah, fuck the people that are not uh, taking this shit seriously. And, uh, you, know, you know, the NHL, it's clearly just like there's no black people in the league, therefore there's no black power in the league, therefore there's no reason to really make a fuss about it. But, I, you know, th- sure, okay, you know, but but you still witness s- social injustice at some point. So Oh, I agree. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying yeah. that's why it happened. But uh, there's got to be somebody out there, you know. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm also really ashamed of the Colorado Rockies <laughs> and their yeah, stance last what, night. What happened? What up? Not only last night, but then now. Did they boycott tonight? As I, as sort of like a oh, but no, we meant last night, and then everyone was like, oh, we should have been last yeah, night. Yeah, well, I'm so, so confused. Yeah, that I gotta just, I got, go I gotta say this though. Here's how. I feel about the Rockies specifically um, in, in I don't know I think we gotta we, we, we have to avoid uh, calling out and pointing blame at like the, like our our pri- our priorities and our like main anger should be going towards 
that piece of shit, that that seventeen year old piece of shit, and his mom, well, yes. and the white nationalists, and and and, and also uh, people like Eric Garcetti, who for some reason today thought it was great to just like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna focus on the Black Lives Matter protesters, but not the people there engaging against and antagonizing uh, the Black Lives Matter protests. That's why I think that he should get the LAPD police chief to resign, but that's not gonna happen because money talks. Anyways. I think that when it comes to, you know, somebody has to lead the charge on who was going to boycott. It's only right that it was, you know, the Bucks and the Brewers because it's happening in yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the Dodgers and the A's and the Padres, all California teams and the Giants, they all also didn't play last night. But the rest of the league did. And the fact that we at least, you know, we, we weren't going to lead the charge on this, but also it's not happening in our backyard. So. I, I'm not saying I, I excuse it, but I also it's just not like that big of a travesty to me. Had they played tonight, I would have had a beef. But tonight, they they at least acknowledge that they were a little late. Matt Kemp didn't play yesterday. That was probably a good enough sign for them to be like, oh, hmm, yeah, Ian Desmond's Ooh, not playing. Right. They should have backed him up. Yeah, just totally, yeah. totally. They should have backed him up. But at the same time, they did answer the call today, and, and you know. You know, I'm, I'm. I don't know about sub. I don't know. You know, about certain teams. I'm certain there's an MLB team that's like, fuck it, we're playing regardless. So you know, at least yeah. we didn't do that. My, my. Okay. I'm just saying, my, my, my anger is like elsewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere else. Uh, hey, Caleb, do me a favor. Spin your mic. The the left side of your mic is that way. That way, yeah. Because the left side is the better side of your mic, and, and every time you lean on that how, side. How about how about now? How about now? That's how perfect. About now? How about yeah, now? that's yeah, very right good. There, there okay. we go. Um, so yeah, I, no, I, I agree with you. The, 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 the anger shouldn't be been placed on on teams who decided to stand down or not. Um, you know, it's just it's just crazy that the you know GOP conventions happening at this time and probably not remotely mentioned at all. At, at the no, the 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 amazing bubble that a giant chunk of people in this country live in yes. is is just it's shocking and i think uh if anything um i'm i'm shocked at i thought we were so much further along and these four years of trump have have shown me that not only are we not farther along but that even if biden wins the election come November, there is still a huge amount of problems. There is still a huge amount of work to go. And, and I don't even know the, the violence that's going to happen and what, I mean, he's just going to go scorched earth if he loses. And, and so are his followers as, as we, we saw, you know, his 17 year old followers with a fricking assault rifle, uh, just the, the, green light that has been given to white nationalists in this country is shocking and the clear infiltration of the entire nation's police system by white nationalists is also something that cannot be ignored or accepted anymore and it just it, it infuriates me I feel like now more than ever if you're a white cop, 
how can you be trusted? And, and you should, I mean, like I realize, uh, in fact, my wife was, was mentioning to me that, you know, a, a few bad apples can't spoil a bunch, but the, the thing is, is that they have, and, and it it's did. also more than a few bad apples. It's a lot right. more than that. That's yeah. that's and, the and yeah, the few bad apples that was maybe in the sixties and seventies, and now it's all of them. It's a culture you because it's a know, culture of racism and disrespect, and just it, that's the that's the inherent, of course, and systemic racism that's been built into almost everything from real estate to business to the police. Uh, uh, it's it's shocking that I I really truly thought we were further along. Yeah, I I did too. I either I maybe a lot of people did. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like I like I say I I either grew up completely blind or you know and again granted I grew up in a completely white neighborhood. We had two black kids in my school, so you know I, I didn't I didn't see racism because there was nobody to be racist against. I guess right. Um. But, like, when you move out to L.A., you know, I lived in that, that uh, complex over in North Hollywood, and I was the only white guy in the complex, you know. And so, you know, you, you, you quickly, you know, your world gets changed quite a bit, you know. And, and all nice people, you know, guy underneath me is Egyptian, the girl next to me is from Africa. I mean, actually, these people were actually from those countries. They weren't even, you know. So, uh, it, it's, it's I, I say to everybody in Colorado, if you get a chance, move out to a bigger city and, and experience a completely different culture for a while. Or or even just you simply this. You have it. It's Denver. Just go outside of your Littleton bubble. <laughs> right. <laughs> take, you have yeah, it. 14th just take biggest a city in the nation. <laughs> right. Take a vacation to somewhere other than Disneyland. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Go to a different country. Go to go to Mexico. Go to France. But go you to know what, though? In, in my opinion, guys, this is not about um, exposure. I think that in today's information world, informational world, this is not 1900 where you kind of are born in a place and you stay in a place and you don't. The information isn't out there. To, it's not even 1970. It's 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 2020 where you know a bomb when a, a fucking that that shit that happened in was it Beirut or Lebanon? Yeah. You know that happened. That happened, and like 15 minutes later, we knew about it. In Los Angeles, it was just on Twitter. It was on CNN. That's, I mean, you talk about, you think about the spread of information, the, the dissemination of information, how quickly it is. The information's out there. This is not a matter of, you know, one of my, one of the best things I learned growing up uh, playing sports was the difference between skill and will. Like, you know, the difference between not being able to do something because you physically can't and just not doing something because you're refusing to and when you see what's happened with George Floyd when you read about what's happened with Breonna Taylor when you read about obviously years and years of systemic and and, and racial injustice um, and then you see what happened the most recent the most recent one is the most egregious because what it's almost it's bordering on like a, a farce like a like a out of a like so ridiculous it's out of like a Mel Brooks movie not saying it's funny but saying it's that far-fetched because you have a guy who is not the cops are not called on him in this specific instance he is there to break up a fight between two women he's walking away (laughs) to get in the car to get the fuck out of there and he gets loaded lit up now fortunately he didn't die but yeah but I I, 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 
I paint all that picture to say that this is not about getting out of like a bubble or in my opinion this is about like a a flat out refusing a refusal of common sense and the facts and and if you do care about quote there are no such things as blue lives because everybody that's a cop is either is a a, some racial background if you do care about police officers though i would think that you would want great police work you wouldn't want any corrupt cops you wouldn't want any racist cops but the fact that that's not being discussed and by the the fact that there's always this need to knee-jerk defend like well the guy must have been doing something he must have been doing the the this you know when when james when the, when the when the information came out about jacob blake the first thing i saw online from people that were instantly against it was well he has a felony record and he has all this shit and you know the stupid fuck brian erlacher was just saying this <laughs> shit the other uh, today um yeah. and, and it's just completely missing the point it's like i don't give a fuck if he did 20 years for murder like if if in that instance nobody should get shot in the back i mean right i mean it's it's funny how much america loves the the comeback story the underdog story all that horse shit but when something like this happens it's like oh well we're going to judge this person completely on mistakes they made uh when they were a young person and that's horse shit you know but i mean it there's no reason for Somebody to be His shot life seven was not times. threatened. Yeah, <laughs> seven times in the back. You know, I mean, I would, I, you, you'd still argue even if he got shot one time, you'd still be like, that's that's way too many. You know, I, there's just, and, and you're right. It's it's with as much pressure and and weight that's been put on this topic over the last three months, to still cavalierly go out there and shoot your gun like that shows you that you don't give a fuck. You know, bottom line. Right. right. No ability to read the room. Yeah. Uh, Zero. Well, also I, though, no, no a ability. Criminal, a criminal inability to read the room. So. And but also no, no, no ability for what has happened. Just this year alone. Forget historically. Just this year alone. Recent shit. No ability to be like, oh, there might be ramifications for this criminal act i'm about to do like that's one of the more shocking things is that um this is this wound is still fresh it's like still a national point uh and a national conversation happening and it still happens and the thing is this one's even more egregious in some ways it's like because there's no criminal the guy that was the victim in this case jacob blake it wasn't even the cops weren't even called on him. Yeah. He was just a that could have been me, that could have been anybody. You know, that's just a guy there breaking some shit up. And so it, it's it's crazy to think about it in that context because it's just like this guy didn't give a fuck. This officer didn't get a he was just like, Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I'm worried he's walking away from me. Who knows? He could have anything. I'm just gonna shoot the guy seven times. It's crazy. The uh, and to compound it with the that seventeen year old kid walking into uh, is it Kenosha? Kenosha. Blast. Yeah, yeah, Kenosha. Yeah, you know uh, that that compound of you know complete uh, unable to read the room cop followed by uh, a complete idiotic white kid. 
you know, and, and, and then these people to try to justify both those causes. And it's like, how can you remotely justify any of this? Yeah. By the way, hashtag fire Tucker Collison. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> yeah. motherfucker that needs going. to fucking go. Yeah. Right? He's just a fucking he is a, a mouthpiece for, for hate. white nationalism. Yeah. Fucking and hate. Yeah. Fuck it. M- most of Fox I, News I, is that way now, though. I, I would I would say when it comes to uh, the seventeen year old situation I don't I, as or not situation seventeen year old white nationalist racist uh, not only as, as shitty as that was that he murdered two people um, and, and injured a third it's 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 it really is and I I hate that I I hate that this is even like considered but it really is a perfect analogy of the exact problem the microcosm of now i will say before i get into what i'm about to say anybody that can see the situation with the current context we have nationally just this year but also the context of a few years ago with mike brown and trayvon martin and those situations and philando castile and then the historical context and all of the things you need i don't care if you voted, I don't give a shit who you voted for. I don't care what fuck you voted for Trump, Bush, and Reagan. This is not about where you stand politically. In my opinion, this is not about where we agree on the the budget or the military budget or taxes or various policies. This is a very basic moral issue. And if you are always in the, your default is always to make an excuse and defend a moral shit. You're a shit bag. And I can't, there's no, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to try to get you to understand. You're a fucking bad person. You're a shithead and a bad person. You're, you're, for me, you're the same type of person that, you know, was making excuses for like, you know, any other immoral, uh, systemic group, whether that be the fucking Nazis or the fucking, you know, like Pol Pot's people or whatever. And so, yeah. There's that, but real. I'm sorry to pontificate, but what, the last thing I'll say is, when it comes to this this microcosm of what happened to Jacob Blake and then this 17 year old, I think it's Kyle Rudiger or something yeah, like that. Yeah. His name should be out there. People should know the name. Um, and I'm, I wish I had it in front of me. I would have got it right. But um, the the important nuance there is that, unlike other analog- analogies, is both young men think, you know, Blake's in his 20s and, 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 you know, obviously Kyle whatever is in his, he's a teenager. Same county, same police department, same week. Same One day. Is or, or, yeah, well, same like 36-hour span or yeah. something like that. Uh, uh, one guy is unarmed and not a suspect. The other guy has just murdered some two people. One gets shot seven times. The other doesn't get taken into custody until, I think, like a day later. Until he gets um, home. Yeah, it's that that it. And here's the biggest thing: is he's not even from Wisconsin. He drove no. two hours from Illinois. There is not a better analogy about how the uh, criminal justice or how the justice system treats people differently based on race. Yeah. There's not a better analogy. No, it's no. Plain it's as fuck, day. And it's, it's fucked up that day. we have yeah. this. We have to have this type of shit. We need two people injured and two people dead to have this type of analogy. But there will not be a better 
painted example than this. Yeah, the the, the all lives matter people need to need to actually wake up and realize <laughs> that that's idiotic. The all lives matter people, by the way, who don't wear masks because you know apparently all lives don't matter. No, no, because they don't think it affects them. Well, I just th- I just think they just don't think. I, they just don't think. No, they, they don't have the capacity to think. I don't think they think. They think me first is what they think. That's all they think. Me first, you know. Everybody else, and it's so crazy, you know. Not, not to spin off into politics, but the fact that the the Republican base, you know, the Republicans aren't looking out for their base. They're looking out for the rich, right? So these 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 Bible thumping people who who are behind the Republicans don't understand the Republicans don't have their best interests in mind. Actually, the, the Democrats do, <laughs> but they don't get right. it. No, they don't. They they uh, they have completely bought the lies that have been told to them and vote against their own interests and and everything. I mean, they're the same people who are like, uh, "Fuck Obamacare," but I'll take the ACA. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right, because they don't fucking know any better. And it's fuck so. Obamacare because it's coming from a black president. It's not because it's right. health care. It's because right. it's associated with him, and they don't want that. And again, that goes back to, to the systemic racism of they don't know what's best for them. They just know what they what they hate, you know. Right. And it's it's very it's very disappointing. Um, and I'm actually, I'm not a I'm not a World War II historian or anything, but this really feels like yeah, like Nazis pre pre war Nazi Germany. Like I feel like this is how Hitler rose to power. Is these exact things happening? A uh, uh, a systemic buildup of lies and well, degradation of the truth in the media, and then you don't know what's truth, and then you can claim anything you want as truth, and then just and you all know, you need is now in a national emergency. All you need now is a war with Iran or a war with China, and he gets to he gets to claim war powers and then we're all fucked yeah and and so uh, this is a really dangerous time like these next six months it's a really dangerous time not just for us but for the 280 year experiment that is america like we are on the precipice of of everything from civil rights to common sense to democracy itself it's a terrifying time and it's only taken us three and a half years to get here with this fucker with one guy yeah with one guy i I, you know i had a really uh great talk with my roommate last night shout out to josh and um you know part of my short film is is about a character that would be an all lives matter you know, blue lives matter, Trump yeah, yeah. Right supporter. Wing. It's yeah. it's yeah, it's it's more it's more subtle, but it's 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 you know, that's really distilled down who he is and what he's about. And I've always felt this way. I felt this way pretty much since the start of the Tea Party. But because I don't give a fuck what anybody says, um, the Tea Party is ju- was just a reaction to Obama getting elected. Um, yeah. Taxes taxes never really mattered when we were spending. Uh, oh no, it's absolutely we clear now. Yeah, look at, look at the deficit now, and and where are all the Tea Party people? For the last three years, they have well been now absolutely now that now they're invisible. either in office, uh, so you have the Matt uh, Groats types, or you have 
you know, the Ben Shapiro's of the world who aren't in office, but obviously are they're doing their blogosphere shit. Or you have, you know, um, you have the ones that weren't quite smart enough or articulate enough to do that, and they're just influenced by those types of people and joining military, uh, joining, I guess, in a way, the military, but also joining uh, these white nationalist groups. But in my opinion, Trump was Trump is a reaction of that sentiment. Just like the Tea Party, uh, Trump is a reaction to everything that Obama represented, but bigger than Obama. Not Obama the man. I'm talking about Obama the image, what that means. Uh, You know, that was... And the progress that was made. And Trump's single-handed goal, besides self-satisfaction, is to undo that because that's who he is that's who he's always been he's the white he's the white wall street yuppie born with the golden spoon type of guy and he's kind of in every single way the exact opposite of of an obama and and i feel like like my character a lot of these all lives matter people a lot of these people fighting back always pushing back for even with even whether not even considering the moral implications um are just people that that are at the end of the day they're like I don't want the country to go this way so I don't give a fuck what's done I don't give a fuck what Trump says I don't give a fuck who's supported I don't give a fuck if they're racist if they're homophobic if they're fucking sexist I don't give a shit I want the country to be a certain type of way and that's where we're at right now I think yeah. it's, I think that all of this all of these are are chess pieces um and, and they all play a different role in the ultimate uh, uh, game of, well, where where is the country going? You know, which direction it's going? And a part of me thinks that... A part of me thinks that that is happening and they're fighting so hard because I think they think the numbers aren't on their side. But then the cynic in me gets super concerned because I think about Charlottesville and I think about... 20,000 young white guys and when I say young I mean younger than me I'm talking 18 to 25 saying marching saying Jews and blacks will not replace us that's worrisome so I don't know which way we're headed but I do know that we have not had these discussions on race and there hasn't been this unified as we've talked in one of our last podcasts you know I've known you guys for five years Troy I've known you a little longer than that you know and it's like well, you know, we talk sports a lot, but, you know, it's. I think it says something that we've had this many racial discussions because, A, of current events, but, B, because it's like we're all feeling a certain type of way and we yeah. all need to express it. You know what I, what I, what I dislike? And, again, I keep saying I'm going to get off Facebook, but I can't get off because I'm kind of addicted to, to yelling at people. It's fun. <laughs> you know, because there's so many assholes and idiots on there. And, I, I you know, it, what, I, what I love to do is actually point out facts. So I go to Facebook just to point out facts to these idiots. Um, but th- I, have, I have a friend of mine who, who, who just, you know, right wing. But um, just everything he, 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 he rails on is always like, here comes the silent majority. And I it just like, well, you might be the majority. Uh, the majority, which I don't think you are, but you're also not silent. So I think you're the, the super loud minority, is what you are. Is you know, but you like to think you're the, the silent majority. But man, a guy, you know, they, they just every little, you know, like a couple weeks ago, remember 
when that um that five year old kid got shot in North Carolina. Was it North Carolina? By his neighbor. I don't know. If, did you guys read that story? So about two weeks ago, um, these uh, you know poor people, uh, a white neighbor and a black neighbor. Five year old kid is playing in the front yard. Black neighbor just came out of his house and shot the kid and took off. Well, everybody on Facebook lit that up, right? Like, how come this isn't catching traction? You know, why? You know, it's like, what? You know, why isn't this the same as, uh, you know, uh, all these other stories? And it's like, because it's not the same. Because your neighbor's an asshole, it's not the same as being shot by a cop. You know, you can't, you can't put those two in the same bucket. Also, neighbors right. murder each other all the time. Like, yeah. Statistically, there, there, there is no such thing as black on black crime, to be completely factual, because I think. 90% of black people are killed by other black people. That's a fact. And, like, 89% of, like, white people are killed by other white people because they live next to each other and people have conflict. Yeah. So right. just like the, for this example, you have two motherfuckers that don't like each other. Somebody's going to do some crazy shit eventually, especially yeah. if they're dumb. Yeah. Well, and I think they were all high on, on whatever they were high on. <laughs> you know? Bath salts, baby. But Yeah, exactly. But, again, you know, <laughs> the, the, the racist – you know, we'll, we'll try to find a way to spin a story so it fits their narrative of, you know, see, we, we need our rights, too. And it's like, no, it's, it's not the same argument. I don't know what you guys are trying to get at. You know, I, yeah, that, that false equivalence, I think, is what um, wasn't that the the Daily Show uh, lines that up one time. Um, just the, the whole pattern of false equivalence where, you know, 10, 15 GOP lawmakers get caught in sex crimes or yeah. money and then one democrat guy so they all come out and be like see it happens on both sides no it doesn't it doesn't yeah. happen on both sides it it not not equally no but they they equate it just because there's some small but that's a tool of the oppressor yeah. so it's also the, the the trump supporters who sit there and go you know uh religion and country and, and like well, Trump is a, a North Korean, a China, a Saudi Arabia, a Russian apologist. So much so that, that he had, you know, a, a U.S. citizen was diced up by the Saudi Arabias, and he didn't do a damn thing about it. Not a single thing. Which, which isn't, isn't that the ultimate Bounty irony? Bounty on, yeah. yeah. Isn't that the ultimate irony, irony for this country? Uh, because, you know, the, the great James Baldwin once said, I, I love America, and that's why I choose to criticize it, and that's a great... Uh, that's a fucking phenomenal quote and that's always been my intuition and my feeling and it's like that's why I, you know can criticize it but it's also like you, you, you really the guy you guys are talking about freedom and what's good for the country and this motherfucker is like okay with dictatorships and like and like like, like, like China human rights violations and like Russia human rights violations and North Korea human rights violations and Saudi Arabia Human rights violation. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you guys talking about? And he's totally you can't pick them. and choose. Yeah, you can't pick and choose. Yeah, it's and then, like if the the religion aspect too. The sa same thing. You know, we're talking about a guy who who has been married three times. Is who's cheated on every one of his wives, and and you sit there and go and you know, country and religion, and, and it's like, well, you got a guy who doesn't represent any of that. And actually, funny, funny enough, Joe Biden. Is probably closer to what you consider country and and religion than than Trump will ever be, but because he's a Democrat, you can't see it that way. Yeah. But but you know what, honestly, guys, uh, like politics aside, yeah, 
again, like when it comes to this specific issue with this is not going away no matter who's in the fucking White House. No. You could, I mean, for me personally, it starts at the, the local level. Um, I learned a lot about Eric Garcetti, who I voted for uh, during the first round of protests. And oh boy, am I disappointed. And um, I think that the one of the bigger takeaways that I didn't realize until a few days ago, the Breonna Taylor situation is one that's really had an effect on me. It's one that I think should have an effect on every living, breathing human. I think that all of these situations are egregious, but to have somebody break into your house, an agent of the state, kill, shoot your boyfriend, and then kill you and not have any repercussions is straight-up terrorism. That's a, yeah. that's a home invasion. And the fact that that happened in February wasn't reported until May, and then no charges have still come and we're about to hit September is unfathomable. And the point, I'm sorry for being long-winded, but the point I'm trying to make is I did not realize this until I don't watch the RNC, I don't watch the DNC. I think a lot of it's performative bullshit, but I think that, I saw on Twitter that um, the Attorney General of Kentucky, the person that indicts who's a black guy, was at the RNC speaking. Yeah. So that fuck who might be on my top, he's probably a little below Mitch McConnell, but my two least favorite (laughs) humans uh, that I just hope just get fucking caught on fire and then raped by an elk or some shit. Fuck them. Um, Very, very very absolutely have to put that in a screenplay, Caleb. (laughs) Do you dude, mind if I borrow that? Take Jesus. it's all yours. <laughs> Fucking love I, that, dude. <laughs> I I I can't believe it. It really was a sobering moment for me because, you know, for so long I was like, okay, well maybe they're just building a case. You kind of, you kind of, get delusions of grandeur. Yeah. You start to hope that there's some bigger plan, and then it's like a ice bucket. Yeah, i.e. mother like, uh, Mueller this, report. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you're like, oh, this guy was bought and paid for it. Yep. They're not they're not indicting those. Brianna Taylor is never going to get her justice. And I think that is sickening on on such a high level because for obvious reasons. I don't need to explain what they are, but it's just I couldn't believe that, dude. That's 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 fucking crazy. This what is an attorney general doing at a at a political uh really? uh convention? It's it's Exactly, exactly. It, that's like the biggest conflict of interest I've ever heard. That's like that's like cashing over money to a judge. That's fucking crazy. I couldn't believe that. That that I and and you know our news is so shitty that in my opinion, and I don't know shit about. I'm not I'm not into journalism or anything like that. I just watch the news like every other citizen. But that seems like a big conflict of interest. That would be story of the day for like two weeks for me. Just like hey, this attorney general is clearly doing things based on political influence no but that's exactly the the whole trump administration has normalized uh so many criminal acts criminal agendas violations of the hatch act violations of every single ethical norm that was adhered to even by criminals like uh, yeah (laughs) nixon like even they adhered to it and they've just blown through it and it's it's been normalized so much now that any single one of these 
indiscretions would have ended any other president's career and not Trump. It just, yeah, I can't for some reason, a, everything just keeps bouncing off of him because he just ignores it or is like, ah, whatever, that's whatever. And well, I'm he, like, no, he, it's not whatever. Fake news and everybody buys into that. And I hate that. That And, it's, and, that, and that really comes down on Mitch McConnell and the rest of the Senate that are not giving that are not doing checks and balances they're not investigating him they're just giving him carte blanche and yeah. that's truly that's truly a regime that's truly a fascist yeah. regime yeah. you know steve what what you said there is very uh profound and, and and i think that i think i think in the moment everybody gets caught up with trump and sometimes we we focus on like these little day-to-day things and we for, we don't see the forest through the trees and i think the last and i don't once again who the fuck knows i don't know shit but i think the lasting negative detrimental impact of donald trump is going to be exactly what you just said because now there's a precedent so whether it's 10 years from now 100 years from now 500 years from now there is now an official record of some criminal behavior that was normalized see that would be a if nixon were allowed to just walk away that would have just been like oh well you know i mean you know fuck it like how much would reagan have done how much would have clinton have done how much you know what i'm saying like when you but once you once you set that precedent now there's a new high water mark and so which isn't a good thing you want that shit low and so i think that that is the the worst Thing that we'll never get rid of from the Trump administration. It's like herpes. Right. There's going to be <laughs> that's going to be decades and at least a couple of generations to get rid of the stink of all of this, and it's going to require a Democratic president and a Democratic-led Senate and House to reinforce the checks and balances that we thought would work now need to be reinforced by actual law and actual ethics violations that actually remove people from power. Yeah. Well, the ethics once, violations once specifically. There's got to be, I mean, I don't know how like many ethics violations. have a conflict of interest. Yeah. Right. The, the, the conflict of interest on everyone in the Trump administration, like you cannot hold stock in private shipping and mailing companies and then become the head of the USPS because you were just there to dismantle it for your own profit. Like that is criminal. I don't understand how anyone can see it otherwise. And I know that the Republicans have been for years. Oh, we need to privatize things to make it better. But so that's far, bullshit. Yeah, they're just doing right. that for money. That's they're free just, mar- that free market talking money. point is for money. Yeah, they're I, destroying I, education in this country to try to privatize it for vouchers and school choice. That's bullshit. Uh, that's just for money. Yeah. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> you know that's you know it's you know it's funny though is I, I, I while while you were while you were saying that you you brought up some good points that I I was just thinking about historically, um, and with the exception. And I'm not, and this is a bipartisan thing. I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I, they're all scumbags. A lot of them are all scumbags, guys. Uh, and, and with the exception of I think Jimmy Carter and nothing about Obama comes to mind. I think there's been at least one 
unethical thing done by a president in their tenure and it's escalated leading to Trump. If you look at it, so you skip Carter, you skip Obama, you have starting with the Nixon White House, I should, I should say. You have Nixon, obviously Watergate, and you have Ford pardoning a guilty man. Okay, you skip Carter, and then you have Reagan with the Iron Contra, and then you have, I guess I don't... Bush Sr. with the invasion of Iraq. Iraq yeah. There you go. <laughs> Bush, there we go. <laughs> yeah, Bush won, and then you have Clinton with like you know, like there's some, there's some, like Bill was doing some shady fucking shit. There was, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, white and then you have, yeah, there we go. And then you have the fucking Bush too. The, and then the, the first of all, the stealing of an election in 2000 yeah. by Republican operatives yeah. and and lawyers and Senate, and, and more importantly, the Iraq fucking war <laughs> part two, another one, the, right? the sequel. Uh, so I, I just I, I, I say that to say like there's been this escalation of just corruption <laughs> by the by the highest uh, office in the land. So I don't know. Maybe we are truly fucked. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I'm actually terrified for this uh, upcoming election. Me too. He's he is doing everything he can to steal it and cheat. And everyone's just cool with it. I I got a question for you guys. Do you yeah. guys think that, let's say he loses by, for 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 example purposes, let's say he loses by a small margin, both popular vote and electorally. Do you think he goes? Like, do you think he? Not saying like, type, goes. like in your in your heart of hearts, basic basing it in reality. Do you think he eventually, maybe not on time, but eventually leaves the White House? He will be forced to leave. Somebody will force him to leave. He's not going to pack it up and walk. Well, we know the, we know the Senate. I actually not. think I, I think he will he will declare he will declare it unfair. Yep. Oh, and, and, and leave, but and and leave, and then his followers will. So he can do a lot of things in leaving that will also destroy everything like he cannot show up for the handoff of power he could not show up on january 21st when biden is sworn in to like like every president has previously to peacefully hand over power that will indicate to his boogaloo motherfuckers that it's on and Maybe not then. Maybe it takes a few months. Maybe it takes a year. But there will be violence and an attempted re-overthrow of he just simply him not condoning the election will cause a constitutional chaos that we've never seen before. That I, it's. It's terrifying what he can do by just not doing anything. He doesn't even have to be all like, oh, I'm not leaving the White House. He will leave the White House. Um, but then he will degrade the White House and say that's not the real, that's not the, where the president is anymore. He, he will find ways, he will find ways that we've never thought of to undermine the basic tenets, the basic values, the basic principles, the basic infrastructure of our democracy that we've had for 200 years because that's what dictators do 
Uh, yeah, he'll file he'll file a, a lawsuit for sure if he, if he loses. Well, he'll lose all that, and it'll it'll come down to his goddamn Supreme Court. It'll come down to his Senate. It, yeah, it'll come th- down to the the infrastructure of people that he's put around him in these last three and a half years, and we'll see yeah. because it, it's not going to be pretty. And we are going to have if, the. The Democrats are going to have a tough time moving forward legislation when there is a different voice out there declaring Mar-a-Lago as the real White House and the real presidency of America. And if there are people in the Senate <laughs> that, that is back totally going to happen. Right. Oh, I'm it, sorry. I just I'm I'm just thinking about how like I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. That's going to happen, though. He's t- that fucking <laughs> like, the shit thing is, is, totally is it like do that. Like he's 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 got it now where he can he can move into the South and create his own pseudo American state and then just from just throwing fucking pot shots from the gallery he will disrupt the very fabric of everything that was built for two hundred years uh, by just pissing on all of it and if the Senate and the Supreme Court go along with it even in a marginal way if the if the fucking vote for the election in the supreme court is not goddamn 7 to 0 democracy is fucking fucked yeah well they got a supreme court bought and paid for it but i will say that um man good shit cuz i i i, I I didn't really have an, a thought on it. I didn't really have an answer to the question, but I could totally see that happening. Um, the one thing that worries me a lot, eh, there's other things that worry me more, like the cops, but there, the, but one thing that does worry me is that uh, the potential of some type of, you know, David Koresh, Oklahoma City bombing, Eric Rudolph type of 90s, militia radical motherfucker doing some crazy shit at a fucking ball game or at a fucking hospital or some shit no no take take just a simple scenario take a simple scenario so if if, if trader joe's because of trump not getting but that and that's it because it's always that it's always it's it's always always that shit yeah or or say so trump is is moved out of office but he doesn't believe it he doesn't show up to the inauguration he's down in mar-a-lago and then of course new york who hasn't indicted him for tax fraud and all of the the stuff they come to arrest him and take him into custody who, who do you think comes to defend him an, an army of motherfucking 17 year olds with fucking Jared. assault rifles Right. Like like that, the 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 possibilities are terrifying of what he has. He has infrastructured around his megalomaniac fascism that he's the only person who's ever right. He's the only person who can ever fix things. And And he's he's got all these people believing in that. And when he is the only person who could ever win this election and they're convinced of that. We are fucked. Yeah. 
my uh, my hope is that that when when or if Biden gets elected, that that he has the the balls to immediately press charges on Trump. <laughs> you know. What, no, what we need to do is press charges on the entire everyone in the administration, yeah. all of the people, even down to the fucking. Uh, we are arresting you for sixty-three violations of the Hatch Act yeah. because you politicized on government property as a government employee. You were promoting you know, like, or whatever. Guys, guys, yeah. we have to be realistic here. None of that shit. That's gonna not. Happen. That's, that's not going to happen. happen. This is America. The bad guy doesn't get his. The bad guy well, lives till he's eighty. Especially the president. The president never goes, hey, you're bad while you're there. Go retire in the sunset and we'll make T-shirts of you later, okay? What, 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 I'm, what I'm worried what – I, what I would like to see, and I, I truly think that maybe not on a grand scale, but I think that there are police union bosses that are thinking this way because the majority of them are very pro-Trump. Um, and I don't mean Republican. I mean pro-Trump. They're like – we want what Trump wants. Fuck Jeb Bush. We want what, like, we we want it fucking crazy how it is. And I think that the reason that there is this pushback, don't get me wrong, there are other reasons that for it, but there, the reason that there is a lot of pushback for defunding the police and there, the reason that that's, like, a non-starter uh, is with these unions, when I say that, not, like, the people, but with the, these unions, is that because... If that what were to happen, and these white nationalists, the Boogaloo Boys, and these people marching in Charlottesville, and the Three Percenters, and all these hate groups, did uh, come show up, lock stock, and two smoking barrels, shout out to Guy Ritchie, and, uh, and and were there to protect him, well, they're not gonna stand a chance against a already militarized, moral police force, uh, and the people. It's just outnumbered, outgunned, all of that shit. But right. if you have the goddamn police force on your side yeah. with that, then it's a fucking, you know. And I, you know, I don't want to make it like a western here, but it's like it's the rise. I of the think Nazi. That those are. I think those are things being considered. Maybe not on the on the sergeants aren't talking to their squad people about this shit. I'm talking like police unions that are high up the chain, people at the NRA shit like that like people who are have political connections are like well you know worse comes to worse what are they gonna do yeah. <laughs> like we got the, we're, we're cops and we got some crazy fuckers in the woods who are ready to roll so i mean <laughs> which is that's that's what i think that like that's not the issue at hand but i think 10 steps down the line fuck yeah. it like i mean they're, they're very bold they're they ha- they're they're not Clearly, they're audacious, and they don't give a fuck about the rules. Listen, if, if a mom's willing to drive her 17-year-old kid across a border carrying a, an AR-15, right? you know, where, where's the line? To do what, too? It's like, what are you – like, I wouldn't drive two hours – I wouldn't drive to San Diego for, yeah. for a lot of things. A, a lot of things. Fuck SeaWorld. Yeah. <laughs> and so – and, and so it's like for you to for you to get in the car, drive two hours, and I, I this is one thing that makes my blood boil is when people on social media have these bullshit, hacky, uh, uh, canned, tired ass arguments about well they're just going to 
protect like then this piece of shit Tucker Carlson. He was going to protect himself because you know, or protect his property because of X, Y, and Z. One, it's not his property. He doesn't live there. He's not a citizen. He's not a resident. But two, uh, that's pure antagonism. That's like I'm going to threaten and potentially fucking kill some protesters, and I'm waiting for them to challenge me. Yeah. I'm. Right. I want them to challenge me. And, and it's always like, well, you know, the guy had a fucking, he threw a rock at me. You have a right. fucking fully automatic assault rifle. What, yeah. do you, what do you mean? Are you worried about a fucking stone? No, <laughs> right. Not equal. Not equal. Gentlemen, we should wrap this up because I got to edit this thing. <laughs> Real fast. Yes. I yeah, will we say we should squeeze in some sports. We got the Nuggets. We got the Avs. We got the Rockies. We got the Broncos coming up. I know, I know it's a complete right turn. Well, we need the Nuggets to play like they did the last game for the next two games. They need to play That's like easy. they did the last quarter. Right. If they play like yeah. they did the last quarter, they'll win the series. It boils down to playing some defense, for fuck's sake. Yeah, found some defense, exactly. Like, Dude. Yeah, it's about time. I, 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 I'll say this. I, positives. No matter what, no matter what happens – and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm I've been fucking furious these last few games. The core is at least there because our stars. It's always a red flag when your stars don't show up in playoff games. Murray and Jokic are doing just fine. Yeah. The, if, besides that one th- game where sure. nobody showed up, if Porter but can they're play doing defense, just fine. he can't this year. But to be no. fair, he's a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he can develop. You give him defense, but, and next year he's scoring twenty-five points a game. Whatever. I don't ever think he'll be a great defender, but just play team defense. Right now, he is truly lost on defense. Yeah, but totally. it's not that. What's pissing me off is, I think, two things. One, it shows the value in Gary Harris. Yes. Say what you want. Yeah. Gary Harris shut down Dame Lillard last year. Not shut him down, but Dame Lillard was not. Dame Lillard didn't beat us when we lost points a game. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was C.J. McCollum. And he shut down uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan yeah. as well. So... We miss Gary. He's worth $17 million every single year. I love Gary Harris. And if he ever gets his three back, we're, we're gravy. Two, uh, also shout-out to Will Barton. We need that scoring off the yeah. bench. It's just, I'm sorry, but Morris cannot do it. He's not a starting-caliber player. He's a great backup point guard, not a starting-caliber player. I like P.J. Dozier. I think he should get more minutes. Yeah. Having said that, if we don't defend the goddamn pick-and-roll, <laughs> what? why can't guys just stay on their guy? It's like – that game where Gobert had like 20 in the first quarter, no shot against him. He's a great defensive player, two-time defensive player of the year, you know, second-best center next to Jokic. But give me a fucking break. It was just like we're going to double-team Mitchell, and Mitchell's just going to pass it to the open man. Yeah. And that happened That happened so much I was ready to vomit, okay? Malone, <laughs> tell them to fucking stay on their guy. I'm going to yeah. lose my fucking mind. Jesus. And feel free to guard the three-point line once in a blue moon. What's going on with Tory Craig, by the way? Why does he, like, just not know how to play basketball now? Well, why? a horrible series. Why? I don't know why Tory Craig makes it out there so much. I, you know, yeah, yes, he's, he's actually a decent defender sometimes on Donovan Mitchell. Sometimes, although the guys put up 250-point games. But I don't know. You know, some of the lineups he throws out there. And Millsap, man, is instantaneously 45. <laughs> it's just a no-show. I, I, think, I think we have to go – with these Grant. seven players, I think we gotta go. I think we gotta go. Uh, Jokic. Right. I would I, honestly, I would start Dozier. 
He's six six. He, I know he's supposed to score. He's more of a scorer. You tell him put all of your energy on defense. Fuck score. He was playing pretty like, good defense. He played great in that fourth quarter, and yeah. that's when they took Morris and, and Craig out. I would go Murray, Dozier, uh, uh, Grant. I would still start Millsap for, for for for, but he gets no offensive run. Just tell him to play defense. Yo kick. And then off the bench, Morris and I don't know who else is there. We're really banged up. Uh, who am I missing? Mortis, Michael Porter Jr., and Plumlee when Jokic needs yeah, to Nobody yeah. else is Give playing. Give five minutes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, you know, like, I, I, I never – this wasn't our year to win it. Uh, you know, like, I, I'm not heartbroken if we lose. But yeah. Western Conference Finals is where we want to be. I agree. I agree. But we, we I don't want to fucking lose in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to lose in the first round. But, but you know, it's tough when, when you're going against a guy who happens to be lights out for every game, and, and you know, and our defense isn't doing do- – I, I, I swear he only had may, – maybe he has one of those games with Gary, Gary in. I'm not going to act like Gary is, you know. Yeah, but he, he slows him down for 40 maybe. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, but the, the thing is, is he doesn't score – he, he was getting like 25 at half every game. Like, yeah. Jesus. Uh, to the Broncos, man, I am so jazzed for the Broncos to start. I, I think I, I, I honestly think we've got a really good shot at the playoffs. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but, you know, 10 and 6, 11 and 5 ish, somewhere in there. Are you really? Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. People laughed at me last year when I said Broncos are going to be 7 and 9 or 8 and 8. What was it? What was the record? Survey says uh, it was 7, seven and, and fucking 9. nine. <laughs> I'm saying 11 and five. We split with the Chiefs one game. Let's, assuming the season actually goes yeah, and yeah, isn't yeah. shut down by week two, we split with the Chiefs one game. I think I won't go down the the the, the 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 schedule. Jerry Judy, rest of the league, y'all don't fucked up letting us get Jerry Judy. Yeah, he's the best route runner since Reggie Wayne or Marvin Harrison. I said that at draft time. I said that on a draft pod, dude. I'm I I I hate. Juwan James, that fucking guy. But with the exception of him, the offense is looking really good. Oh, boy. Oh, and I don't hate Juwan James because he chose to opt out. He has a family and all that shit. I just don't like him in general. He just, yeah, he's, he seems he's like just a lazy waste fuck. of money. But, I, you know, I think our offense much improved. I think Drew Locke, is, he's not going to have an MVP year, as people keep trying to throw out there. But I think he'll have a solid year. I think he'll, he'll definitely have a jump from his, his rookie campaign. Everything I hear about our defense is they're back to 2015. Terrell Casey, baby. Love that. We got him for a seventh-round pick. Elway, for all you Elway haters out there, I defy you to tell me a better off-season deal, better value. We got an all-pro, multi-time Pro Pro Bowl defensive lineman that we needed for a seventh-round pick. Shout-out to Terrell Casey, my favorite defensive tackle in the game currently. (laughs) So I'm I'm, I'm jazzed. You know, what do we got? Two weeks? Two weeks to the season starts? Less than that. Yeah, I guess I guess it's fourteen. No, it's two weeks. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's on the Thursday. So yeah, is it, yeah, two weeks from tonight. Except for the Broncos to quote Arnold, to quote Arnold from uh, uh, Arnold in disguise from Total Recall. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> I love. I still can't believe you guys don't like Total Recall. It's so the good. only person who's going to pull out a Total Recall. Yeah. Uh, like it's so good. Start no 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 no. You can pull out all the Scorsese you want, but stop yeah. stop quoting Total Recall. That's, That's just embarrassing. It's That's not embarrassing. Johnny Cab, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Ironside, baby. I love Total Recall. <laughs> Freaking Paul Verhoeven's like, uh, why did they make that movie? 
Nah, fuck that. Shout out to Paul Ver- Verhoeven for that one. So good. It's so good. Um, Last okay. thing, Ro- how much have the Rockies played with you guys' emotions? Because I'm like, fuck one, them, one day I love them. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's already out. <laughs> I was so fucking pe- you know, once And you saw it coming, okay? After they, they went 12 and 4, whatever the fuck they were at, right? And they lose that first game to, was it Texas or Arizona? I can't remember who it was. You know, that game that The first that, game of the year? No, 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 no. No, the, the game where they were up by, like, a mile, and then they just gave it right back and lost. Um, Probably Arizona. I think it was Arizona. And right then and there, you're like, you knew they just, they just shut the lights out. Like, all right, we're good. And, and fuck them. <laughs> I will say this, though. I think you're using a little bit of football brain and not baseball brain. Because baseball brain dictates every team has this type of slump. Yeah. And I admit it. You lose seven straight, especially to the Dodgers. Fuck the Astros. I hate that we got slipped by them fucking cheaters. Um, it sucks. But I will say also, we won our first six series. Then we lost our next four series. But if we can go on a run now, we can make the playoffs. But this because this, this happens in every it does every team. But has it's only run. sixty games this year, so you know the window right. is a lot slimmer. You know you don't get the. But hey, we won three straight. If we if we win. The next time we play, we'll beat the, we'll sweep the Diamondbacks. Maybe we can get, get some back into it. If we can just get closers. The bottom line is our freaking bullpen sucks balls. Bullpen. We literally have one guy, maybe two. We have Estevez, who's all, who's rock solid, and Bard, kind of, but yeah. he gave up that walk off to Bellinger, so that's yeah. pissing me off. But I mean, other than that, I mean, in the hitting, the hitting, especially against, uh, I think it was uh, the Astros, where we just couldn't show up. We could, we lost by a. a point in both games or you know two to one or whatever a lot of two to one losses here lately um, yeah so anyway I, I was if you would have got this podcast about two weeks ago you, you would have got super positive troy on, on <laughs> it has since changed to fuck but the, it, but fuck instead, the but instead we get regular troy yeah now. <laughs> <laughs> <Disgruntle> troy. <laughs> now mind you I, i'm also the nuggets fan that won't watch a nuggets game if they lose so I've never seen the Nuggets lose in the last three years. Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta watch the bad games to know how they play in the good. No, games. I can't. That's I can't. Really... Listen, I'd love to, but then then I I don't like going to, to jail. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like buying coffee tables from smashing your coffee <laughs> yeah. table. <laughs> yeah. So for my own sanity, I kind of stay away from the losses. So as far as I know, the Nuggets are hundred and, and O right now. <laughs> That sounds like uh, sounds like Trump and his COVID testing. Oh yeah, yeah. There's not, there's not. If we don't test for COVID, then there's no, there's no COVID. Yeah. They don't just don't. You don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. They they win all the time. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up because I got to put this thing together and it's gonna be a pain in the butt. Um, well, we'll be back. Uh, I don't know. Maybe next week if we, if we can get our shit together, you know, because that's that's our biggest problem. But this has been You Like That, You Like That. <laughs>